0: hello everybody we are back we are here we are live welcome to beyond the pen where we give you tips tricks the viewpoints and trends of an author and a voice actor about the publishing world and everything else in between to help you unleash your creativity if this is your first time being here thank you and welcome we appreciate you being here if you've been here more than once thank you for coming back to this mayhem we call a podcast. My name is Maccabee Griffin and this lovely lady of chaoticness and diplomatic immunity is...
1: I am Chelsea or C.R. Rice, if you follow my pen name. Um, Today, we have some exciting things to you. We are talking all about romance. It's gonna be everything from the cliches to what is realistic in, these romance novels versus fantasy and where lines are becoming blurred Ooh,
0: i like it and here's yes. here's something that you may not know and i'm gonna put it out there anyways because you know on the okay. day of this recording is actually my 19th anniversary with-
1: oh congratulations she dealt with you for 19 years
0: actually 20 plus years actually we've been together for 20 and a half years as of Ooh, ja-
1: sainthood right there. I
0: know, I know. It's <laughs> how we trust me, it's not been an, an easy road. I've not made it some what what was it? Somebody said you it's great that you guys can balance yourselves out with each other's craziness. And I was like, No, I'm her imbalance. That's what uh, I am.
1: It's I think that's one of the weird thing with couples It's the same thing So me and my husband will be married I think four years this year But we've been together nine Mm -hmm. Because I was one of those that was like I'm not doing marriage Um, But then it turned into one of those my chaos as we all know i have that little bit of chaos he's very chill on those times yeah like he is the most relaxed person like no it's fine we gotta go destroy some stuff well you can do what you gotta do but let me talk to you first and then when he's like we're gonna go burn down a village i'm like should we burn down the village maybe we just like i don't know not and like we have that great balance and i think that's one of the great things with with relationships that last longer is somehow the crazy is always off kilter i always tell my husband we are so screwed when like our crazies hit at the same time because there will be nobody to stop us and that's not good
0: burn it down burn it all down
1: right i'll be like blow it down he's gonna be like we're gonna burn it down i'll be like why would we burn it down when we can blow it up not that i would ever do that but this is a hypothetical situation hypothetically
0: speaking (laughs) in a different universe hypothetically she's in a multiverse that we have this in here she is considered the villain who considers herself not a villain
1: Villain is a matter of perspective.
0: See, there we go. Speaking of perspectives, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up with romances today is the fact that one of the things that we've started to notice in the trends in the past couple of years is the, the variation of the perspectives the characters are telling their story about. Because if you look at things like classical literature and classical romance with like, for instance, Jane Austen, everything was first person. I know, I know but (laughs) And we'll talk about those. We'll talk about those cliches here in a little bit, too. But a lot of the viewpoints and and perspectives have changed. A lot of them are becoming dual perspectives, third person perspectives, uh, all kinds of different things that are going on with that. And I think it's kind of interesting how we are evolving in the way that we are telling these stories. What do you think?
1: I think it's it's kind of a mix, you know, because like sometimes, uh, you know, first person is great because you, you are literally putting a reader into the situation. Mm-hmm. You are having them in their mind saying, I am doing this um the first time i read one of the dual first persons where it's like the guy and the girl's perspective that was weird for me i wasn't sure how i kind of liked it because i've always done that that omnipotent you know which mm-hmm. is where it's he, she they all that jazz uh um, which is classic it's your jude devereau it's your nora roberts all of those and so it was nice to be an observer in a love story yeah. like you're just kind of that entity on the outside watching everything happen but to be the first person like i felt like it made me angry <laughs> because, like, you know when the characters do stupid yeah. things yeah i'm just like oh i can't believe he lied to me and i'm like are you serious right now like i don't believe you <laughs> but like i'm also the person that believes that what is doing this so like it's very weird i think it was cool yeah now i'm wondering if it's getting overplayed have you heard the try first person
0: no Where what is that
1: um so it's where you can you go from a perspective of not just one or two characters but three or more. Three or so more. So literally every person in the story it'll be like it'll be like chapter 1 and it'll say like Chelsea like so you're you're Chelsea right now. You're going through. And then I do my part. then it'll be like chapter two and it'll say mac and it's like okay you pick up either at the end of where i was whatever it is and then it's like chapter three frank and like it's just literally everybody and it gets so i feel like people are taking it too far on that like i feel like you're you're forgetting that stories are supposed to, or at least the ones that I like, are supposed to have that bit of mystery, right? Like right. what is this person thinking? What are they doing? What is going on? And then it's revealed at the end and it's happily ever after or whatever. Yeah. And it's making it it's making it hard to stay focused on the story. I'm like, who am I? Like, what, what am I doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I think an example of that that I remember when I was younger and uh, doing this, especially when I was in, in musicals was Les Miserables. Like, if you look at the original play, uh, placement of each character's viewpoints on this, it was literally just the idea of it would go from uh, the main character one of the main characters and then it would go to cassette then it would go to marius and then we'd go back to some of these other things and would give you different perspectives of the entire story and it made it really it it was difficult to read that way yeah
1: like i think there are certain ways that you can do it that make it kind of okay right yep. where you're like okay like if you do it every once in a while like it's one of the things so i i write in an omnipotent Type thing right. right but i have a new series that's coming up and this is kind of going to kill it but i do omnipotent but then i do first person excerpts of this, okay it's this crazy it's gonna be really great but so you go through and i think doing something like that where you kind of step in and do it mm. is different than this like everybody or at least in my opinion some of the authors and stuff that they're coming out with it's like you they want you to know everything that is going on in everybody's life and i just i end up losing track of the story and then at the end of it i'm just like what what did i just read
0: plot jumps
1: yeah what was the plot like what was going on is this just a a like slice of life like what what are we doing here yeah it was very strange
0: i know that uh when I was having the conversation with my son last night, because he's he created a, a game within a game. Uh, there's a thing called a game called Dreams on the PS4, and it allows people to create their own little worlds within the game that people can actually um, can actually play. And are you good? Can you hear me? Huh. <laughs> pretty much so one of the things that's going on like my son he created this little world within dreams which is the game and people are loving it and i think it's really cool he has like 235 or 38 likes on the game and it's it's weird and i really it's really disturbing to me honestly because of the fact that he has taken Looney Tunes and made it into a horror basically. He calls it I'm serious. He calls it Bugs Burgers.
1: How is Looney Tunes not a horror? He's made
0: story? it a little bit more demented in the sense that
1: I that like they it. have I gotten like uh
0: this demonic sense within them. Uh Sol Vester is his main character.
1: Is this the 6-year-old?
0: Oh no, no. This about? is the 16-year-old.
1: Okay. Okay. I I was just. Oh, trust me. <laughs> my, trust me.
0: I already got it with my my seven year old. My seven year old is already like creating these monsters and trying to create involve them. And it's it's. I live in a horror house. I swear to God, a horror, not a horror house, a horror house. And so my, because my wife loves horror films. So my kids, my yeah, oh. my wife loves horror films. My my teenager loves horror films. My son is just around when my wife watches him every once in a while. So, you know, I'm the only one that right. doesn't not like that. Anyways, one of the things that he's been creating these videos online um, that are like the, the the plots of like Acme being the organizations going out and trying to pick up all these revived characters and taking them out and all this other stuff because he's got there. It's a whole different world, anyways. One of the things that he was doing last night was telling me he's like, "Yeah, I've noticed when I was doing these videos because these got guys that are putting it out there and loving it too." He was plot dropping a lot of stuff like all at once because he wants people to know what his world is like. And we had that conversation last night. We're like, hey, why don't you leave some stuff behind the scenes so that? as as much as you love this really the thriller psychological concept of it let your fans actually just start to create these conspiracy theories and see where they go from there you're already giving them all this little secret stuff see where it goes so i understand what you're saying like the lot the lot of people are plot dropping a lot of this stuff when they shouldn't have to
1: well it's it's that and it's you know i you get readers on both sides so I know with mine, I, I do not do that. I slowly drop things because I like to keep people right. on the edge of their seats and really mess their heads. Um, but so I'm one of those people that slowly gives you pieces mm. along the way. And I've had some readers that are like, can you please just tell me what I'm in <laughs> for? Like either at the beginning of the book or whatever it is, because I always, I always have to say, you know, each book is, it has its own problem, its own goals, all of those things. And then I have these Mm -hmm. many things going and, and and that's how it is. And they're like, it stresses (laughs) me out so much because I'm like, no, I want chapter nine and the problem is solved, but I have 30 chapters to go. And I'm like, that's unfortunate. So like, I'm one of them. So you have those readers that are like, Hey, Mm-hmm. Tell me what we're doing. Like A, B, C. We're gonna we're gonna meet the guy, we're gonna be mad at the guy, we're gonna love the guy, then we're gonna hate the guy, then we're gonna love the guy happily ever after. Like people just yeah. want to know. So I think it goes both ways. Like I don't want to know everything up front, but like do it the right way. Because there is a right and wrong mm-hmm. way to do it.
0: And I, I think that's something that when you're looking at like this this line that's being blurred between these genres and the way that they thing because there's a lot of trends going on in the romance world. What are some of the cliches you see there that are in these romances? So we can get oh those gosh, out of the way. The, uh,
1: let's see. You have the um close proximity. I've been stuck around a lot of people, never fallen madly in love with them in three days. That drives me crazy. Disney movies. The meta prince three days you're madly in love you're ready to invest in lose your life for somebody yeah. absolutely not um the bully oh romances that yeah. drives me insane if somebody comes after me like some of these people do you're going in the ground one way or another i'm not going to fall in yeah. love with you afterwards now they do have the light bully like the tease romances yeah. those are cute like you know somebody just picks up whatever Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, that's how me and my husband met. We got into a fight within 30 seconds of meeting each other. Like it just, and then it turned into a friendship. Uh, True love. (laughs) (laughs) I know. love. (laughs) The cutest. But, and then the other thing is the, oh, what is it? The ex-girlfriend thing. ex-boyfriend thing where you leave them, but then, or they leave you, but then you start dating somebody else and then they come back and it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Are you serious? Are you serious right now? That person left you. What are you you doing? They left you once, so do it again. And
0: I think another thing that we're seeing a lot of trends in terms of, not just the cliches, but a lot of the subject material that is, obviously we have rom-coms. Rom-coms have been around for a long time. And what's oh funny gosh. is like my wife I asked her I was like what do you like about about romance and she mm-hmm. goes I hate romance. Mm-hmm. I'm like wow. Okay. <laughs> and she looked at me and he's like no not in terms of books I hate them. And because because of the fact yeah. they're not realistic enough. And
1: yeah, there I think there is a huge issue. I think that's that.
0: something that a lot of people are not really noticing especially because this can have a lot of good things that can help you to, you know, spice up your, your love life a little bit or know what you're really looking for compared to, to do what's real and what's fantasy, you know.
1: I don't know. Part of me wants to say, please, dear God, do not act out what you read <laughs> in books because some of it, like you said, is so yeah. not realistic. Like, what was the huge one, the the bondage oh, one 50 that Shades everybody lost their minds over?
0: Yeah, I was talking about that. Yes,
1: too. half of that stuff, guys, is not actually possible. <laughs> you will get hurt. Like, it's just, it's not. And then on top of, what was it? Everybody was trying to act yeah. out the books and people were ending up in the yeah. hospital. And I'm like, okay, guys, you have to be stupid to try this. And no, the numbers yeah. kept going
0: up. Yeah, and like, that and that's that's the thing. It's like, now that is considered like dark romance. And not just because people are black and in this. No, yeah. it's actually just because of the dark sense of humor that's attached to it as well. And the, the, the subjects that are attached. Because there was one part where it's like, Non-consented uh, romance, Cons-
1: non-consensual. That, yeah, consent. it's like
0: okay. uh, th- th- I'm sorry. They're that's stupid. just called rape. <laughs> I don't care.
1: Oh no, because halfway through, apparently you're all for it, and everything's good. And again, exactly like that. Like, wh-
0: what? What, what, it, was it, what is that psychological? <laughs> um, thank you. Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. That's literally what it is. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and the other thing that I think is hilarious is like because i've seen it and again don't don't go after me for stating this fact
1: are you saying you've seen this stuff that got made into a movie right th-
0: which one <laughs> there's a lot of stuff probably out there like this no yeah the 50
1: shades one that got yeah, made, made into like a movie, right? yeah they did like three things
0: of it i think i think they were two or three of them That's yeah, the yeah of exactly means. no but uh, some of the other things that are very strange is the fact that now you have because of like twilight series uh the vampire falling in love and all this other stuff there's even a zombie one that's freaking it's a rom-com i oh yeah yeah warm bodies. bodies i'm sorry that's freaking funny it's ridiculous but it's It's ridiculous but it's so funny so that's a rom-com that's actually yeah. like okay i could get that especially if you're a teenager that's great same thing with twilight i mean the lady i'm sorry she is She ripped off... Okay, we're not doing
1: this now. It's literally called The Dark Series by Christine Feehan. She literally rewrote the fucking...
0: Will you stop with the (laughs) F-bombs? Anyways, we'll have to bleep that out. We're going to do the bleeps from now on, aren't we? Sorry, (laughs) great. But what what i was going to say is like because of like the vampire diaries and all these other things of like falling in love with monsters that's a huge thing now i think there's one i cannot remember the the uh, called that's called bestiality that's right yeah it's absolutely um it's called <laughs> furry <laughs> being into furries um, there's whole a whole section.
1: section which is turning yeah. into a cliche it's the cryptids you guys these yeah. are animals okay they're they're animals let's be and the beast <laughs> and you're, well technically Belle never had sex no. with the beast they just did their whole thing but there's retellings where it's like sasquatch yeah. and bigfoot that's and what Mothman i was gonna tell you and all of these things guys that is bestiality that is illegal what are you doing if a giant moth comes at you and the first thought is i'm definitely gonna bang that thing
0: you need to go to my the favorite therapist. one. My favorite one is Cthulhu. There is there's a whole thing oh about gosh. you know banging Cthulhu. That is they have the Chupacabra. Chupacabra.
1: They have all it's, of them. It's like, so weird. Oh my
0: god! I don't
1: want to live. There. I know, I but these
0: are now. the things that we're talking about. Like these are actual books people have written, and I'm not going after the authors. The authors mm-hmm. are doing what they enjoy doing, and they're they're finding the market. Go by all means hit it Absolutely. go for it just understand when you're when we're hitting like this contemporary version of romance even bromance okay this is another thing we wanted to talk about the the demographic that we're going after now the fact that we're trying to get men into romances a lot yes. more because of said subjects what was the one lady that you uh, stated about hockey
1: yeah, she does hockey romances. They're super cute. They're super cute. They're um, sweet romance, sweet contemporary romance. I think she has a hockey series. She has a, an actor series. She has a baseball series. It's it's definitely it's definitely becoming a huge thing, and mm-hmm. people love it. It's because the people that do it, they get into the sports side. They get into yep. the football and all that. Speaking of which, football season Uh-oh. is back. Here we go. Steelers won their playoff game or their preseason game.
0: Uh, we, we won't get it. Done. I won't
1: we're, we're get that. Into that. I will go. We're
0: not getting into that. I didn't get to, uh-huh. see, here, I didn't oh, get to see TJ though. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> we'll, mour- we'll-, we'll mourn okay. your loss here on, on the show. <laughs> Maybe TJ will reach out to you. How's that? sorry sweetie i i I know i love you but everything but tj it's seriously it's tj i mean
1: (laughs) tj watt
0: man anyway
1: (laughs) anyway but yes so sports who wouldn't want to read it like they go and and you have a crush Mm -hmm. on an nfl star or a hockey star or whoever it is they take these actual people and they kind of twist it just enough that it's not any you know, copyright or, or, or anything like that. And then they literally put you in a first person to where you have this experience with this, whoever, like, of course, people are going to flock to that, including men, because men. We do.
0: And some, and, and the sad thing is sometimes I think we use the wrong material as a guide. Um, there, there's a, there's a lot of different things out there that have helped us and then of course there are things that have harmed us now if i'm sitting down and i'm watching a romance with my wife um i'm not going to lean over to like would you do that uh, w- would you like that i'm not going to do that because i i know my wife for one thing well what one reason because she <laughs> hates romance i've already stated this
1: <laughs> there's no way i completely disagree there is no way anybody hates oh she romance.
0: hates romance novels
1: doesn't want to be swept off your feet have somebody show that they love you have that determination
0: all of that I'm not saying things. romance mm-hmm. in our love life
1: are you are you failing in the romance department are you not giving your wife enough
0: romance? I give my wife all the romance she needs and more. Why do you think we lasted this long? It's not because we were just too stubborn to stick around. I mean, come on. I've been with her for 20 years. Come on now. No, it was the idea that she thinks they're boring because they're not as realistic to her and her mindset. Because especially when okay. it comes to the rom cons because laughing at somebody's awkwardness is not her best thing that she likes. That's why she likes the paranormal stuff. She likes the super uh, excuse me supernatural stuff. She likes the true crimes. So that's why I'm very scared of my wife because she's a true crime fan through and through. So if if you know if you notice that I'm not on here for a very long period of time, you might want to reach out and see if I'm still alive. Um, Because I've probably done something extremely stupid. But I digress. So, again, it comes down to a lot of these little things that we're talking about are, yes, there's a lot of pros and cons to romances. There's a lot of things that a lot of people like. You know, we didn't even hit on, you know, the LGBTQ plus community because that's a whole different ballgame, too. Because, again, there's a lot of... Diverse uh, stories out there that people are enjoying, and I'm. And again, it's not because I'm going against the LGBTQ plus community. I love them. My family is part of that community. It's because it's so broad. Because it even
1: and it gets it. That's that's where we can go into yes. our blurred lines, right? Lines get so yes. blurred with those. And I will tell you, as, as you guys know, I run the pop up bookshop, which brings in a lot of indie authors. We sell books. The astounding amount, which I think is just awesome, of male guy, of male guys, male guys, uh, male readers that come looking for romance for the LGBT, for the male male, any of that stuff. Yes. Has risen, which is cool because yes. people are comfortable. My favorite is there's always this guy. He follows us to all the different ones, and he looks for the the new books that we have. And so he comes, and his wife is with him, and he'll go and he'll get these these romances for her. And I'm like, that is so sweet. These are not light mm-hmm. romances, guys. These are like more smutty than it we're, is we're closer romance. to the
0: spicier side.
1: And he has no idea. He had no idea, and so he's like, "Oh, well, this one has has three people on the cover. That's fascinating." And I'm like, "Uh huh." And he's like, "Honey, would you like this one?" And she's like, she just looks at the cover, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I can take that one." And I'm like, "Okay." So they, he's like, "Honey, I want you to read this book to me." And I'm like, "Hey, if you get her to do that, come back tomorrow (laughs) because." I read all the yeah. books that are in the bookshop. So I know I'm like, all right, hey. You come back tomorrow. I just I just want to know your honest opinion as a reader about mm-hmm. some of these books. And he's like, Absolutely, will do, no problem. He came back the next day. Um, he was like, I was misled. <laughs> and I was like, what, what were you misled on? What are you talking about? And he was like, I, I, I when I asked my wife what she liked to read she said she likes yeah. to read romance it's like um it was my <laughs> fault because I assumed it was the it was this nice sweet romance that was just you know captivating he's like some of the things those people did I don't And he was like, and there was multiple, And I was like,
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I just, I didn't know. And I'm like, Hey, but that's, that is the perception of romance, right? When you go to get romance, there are those people that are like, I'll get my wife, my wife, this romance book. Knowing there are people that like contemporary sweet romance you have the warm mystery romance mm-hmm. that we found. You have steamy romance, and then you have the nitty gritty, dirty
0: fun stuff.
1: And then the nitty gritty. That's what I, <laughs>
0: the nitty gritty fun stuff. There, I love you like that.
1: Well, <laughs> so I went and I asked one of the authors. I'm like, "How do you describe yourself?" Because authors do not like right. being called erotica authors. Right. A lot of them don't. Because erotica is obviously attributed to sex and right. porn and all of that, which makes people feel dirty. They got to hide it. So then they changed it to smut, right? That makes it better. <laughs> I don't know how they thought that made it better. Like, I...
0: Oh, man.
1: It's one of those, it's like, hey, we don't want to call this murder because, like, it upsets people. So let's just call it
0: yeah. killing.
1: And it's like, how is that better? Like, it was... i yourself. But, so...
0: Comparative to yes. suicide,
1: yeah. which was- unalive. somebody. I actually have a super <laughs> pack. I got I got a series to send you. Uh, I've been working on the short series. Oh, super my gosh. Pack. Uh, but it's one of those those things where like it's starting to get confusing, even as a reader. Right. Because you look at it and it's like, oh, this is a steamy romance steamy romance is supposed to have a little bit more than contemporary but a lot less
0: guidebook
1: than the smut chronica the right it's not a, it's not a how-to it's a hey guess what i did like you're right. talking to a friend sh- doing that whole thing and then you have like the the smut but like they prefer to be called right steamy because it it comes off more innocent i guess but it's so misleading
0: i'm sorry because I am sorry, the three people on the front cover. <laughs> the front cover, right? I was just like That tells me exactly what it is. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Even even Twilight had three people on the front side, front of it, and you're like, mm, this is getting a little closer.
1: Well, right. so that was we have a lot of people obviously that like to read the mail yeah. mail. Um I had a cover for Honorable Darkness, right. you can see it behind me. It's okay. the two brothers. The, the shirt is open to show yes. the brand that they get, right? Me and my publisher were sitting there and we're like, this is awesome. This is great. It does the, the text and snap. We got the brand. Perfect. Um, then we realized he has his shirt partially taken off. And there's two uh-huh. men on the cover. With a shirt, and then so people started asking me uh, if it was a male male romance, and I was like, "No, why, why would you think that?" And they're like, "It looks like the guy is undressing the other guy, and he's got his shirt open." And I was like,
0: oh, "Yeah, yeah."
1: Chelsea messed up, so I messaged my publisher, and they were like, "No, I don't see it. I don't see it." So that we go through, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is a romance cover." And that's something that is falling into it, too. Romance covers this exactly. everything. You know what it's going to be. If you got chains on there, you know what you're getting into. If you have multiple people, you know what you're getting into. If you have people lovingly embracing each other, you know what you're getting into.
0: A mask, a, 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 a um, what was it called? Um, oh, my gosh. A masquerade, a masquerade mask with a feather.
1: Oh, yeah. Like- <laughs> Let's get it. It's, but that's also one of those things that is right. coloring people, right? So we got invited, as uh, as authors, me and Danny, we got invited to go to this masquerade mm-hmm. ball. Tell my husband, I'm like, hey, they want to go. They want us to, you know, show our book, all of this stuff. And he was like, <laughs> no. I was like, what? He's like, first of all, do you see this? It was a, a really nice black invitation. It had like a red mask across the front, had all the details and all that. And he's like, this is this is going to be a sex party, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's a mas like it's for books, but that's how books yeah. are covering people because you do have those things where you go and you meet at the masquerade party, and then you do dirty things <laughs> in the corner, and then you go home.
0: Like what was that Tom Cruise, uh, Naked Eye or something like that? The Tom Cruise movie, him and uh, his ex. It, it, it had. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. I can't remember what it was called anyways. But it, this, this it gives you an idea of the things that you need to really think about when you're, if you're going to be going into this, uh, romance genre, the things that you might want to yeah. keep in mind, because we've already talked about the, the covers of books and how they can be misleading before, uh, Which is why
1: you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. Um,
0: But also the fact that a lot of the things that go into romance, the the cliches, the various sub-genres that we've talked about on countless shows, that there's going to be, you're going to get your audience. That's not the problem. Just be aware of exactly what you're getting into when you're doing it, because that itself is going to be the one where it's going to be like, oh, oh, I didn't mean to do that. And you don't want to be put in that for, because you're already putting a lot of money into these books. And, and be careful with yes. those
1: blurred lines,
0: because when you cross it, if you give a reader the
1: impression, whether it's from your blurb, or how you describe your book, that it is one way, and it is not when they read it, you may get that book sale, but I promise you, you have lost a dozen exactly. readers. And Easy. that's
0: why when we talk to uh, one of the marketing gurus in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be one of those things that you want to keep in mind. So for this week, we are actually talking to a, an author by the name of Diane... And she wrote the book. I have to actually look at it again because it's right there. Uh, The Royal Coconut Beach Club. I can't say this. Royal Coconut Beach Lunch Club, a novel. Ah. So there's a lot of things that go involved that get involved into that, and in hers, it is still a romance. There's a. The genres are a little different because, again, we were talking about the blurred lines between contemporary women's fiction to romance and how that line is always going to be blurred. You're always going to have a a little bit of both involved in them. In this case, hers is dealing with the high society and dealing with fundraising and stuff like that because she is a fundraiser in a high society. So we're going to have some great uh, conversations with her on Thursday, and we're going to be talking to her again about the same things we're talking here, because again, she's a successful author with this. She has written the book. It's been out. She's, it's being looked at by a lot of people. So we can talk to her again about the subjects that we talked about today, the blurred lines between spicy and you know cozy. Comparative to in romance, the ideas of the pros and cons with, you know, with romances and all these other things that you've heard us talk about before. So until next time, where can they find us? Chelsea?
1: You guys can follow us on Instagram at beyond the pen podcast. We do all kinds of shares on there with links and you can follow both me and Mac. You can also join our Facebook page, which is Beyond the Pen Podcast, where we share early episodes, which are on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 a.m. Every single week. We also do fun little discussions in there where you can ask us questions. We'll answer might even share some fun upcoming news you never know what's going to be in there so you got to go join it and
0: there. of course you can always go to our website penpodcast.com, and enjoy all the little tips and tricks we have in our blogs where we can uh let's see where you can meet the authors to see their links the locations to where you can get the books uh you can get some tips and tricks here and there from me and chelsea and of course have a link to the videos that go up on Saturday mornings and afternoon. We put both of them up for the week on Saturdays because y'all love to sit down and just binge our show, which is great, by the way. Thank you. So until next time, I'm Maccabee. I am Chelsea.
1: And this has been Beyond the Pen. Where we
0: unleash your creativity.